Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself. And this go around, we're talking about the customer isn't always right. Shocker. <laughs> Newsflash, pump the brakes. Uh, yep. any, anybody who's ever worked in retail can tell you that uh, we all know that that's the saying, but anybody who's ever actually worked in it is like, no, <laughs> they're, they're often not right. But we tend to, I think Disney, like really Disney just takes that super hard, right? No matter what, right. you know, they, that's the case. But I, I wanted to talk about this from a financial planner standpoint, from a financial coaching standpoint, Phil, that if you're seeking the advice of some of a professional who does this every day and then you choose not to listen to them, why did you do it in the first place? Or, exactly. or if you go into it with a closed mindedness um, and refusal to maybe hear other things, other thoughts and ideas other than the ones that you walked in the door with, why are you even there? Exactly. You know, but I mean, when you look at it from a financial advising or like a medical and, you know, not to <laughs> try to draw too much comparison or correlation, but I mean, there is a yeah. lot, if you really look at it, it, it isn't necessarily the case. I mean, yeah. if you were to take all our discussions and flip that in its head and say, would well, if you were having a similar discussion with your doctor about your health versus a financial advisor regarding your finances, right? you're going to see, yeah, there's a lot of correlation there. So, well, I mean, we can have a conversation. <laughs> right. We can have a conversation around some of the products in the financial world that people refuse. They hear bad things, you know, and they right. refuse. To, oh, yeah. Don't even tell me about this. I don't want to talk about that one. Well, would yep. you do that with your doctor? I mean, maybe some people do, you know, don't even tell me about, you know, this particular drug because I'm not even going to touch but, it. Yeah. I don't, don't want to talk about that one. Well, then why even are though it might there? be the right one and it's going to fit and help everything. But <laughs> why are you there then? Like, you know, get it doesn't mean you have to do it, but at least learn about it or at right. least learn why they think it's a good idea for you. So that's yep, the absolutely. idea of today's show. That's a long winded way to get there, but so we'll find out if the customer's always right or not. Um, so let's talk about a couple of key points here. I've got, let's go around the market for one of those. Yep. Um, when it comes to that, you know, now is the time to get out of the market or conversely now is the time to get in the market. We hear those, we see those commercials. We'll see people saying, you know, buy, 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 or sell, sell, sell. You know, so I mean, this would be a case where I'd say, no, it doesn't make any sense. Um, it always has to start with a plan. And if your plan was done properly and the implementations of the plan and the investment vehicles, they should be set up to handle risk and volatility. It is going to happen. It's part of investing. You can't avoid it. You know, it, it's yeah. just, you're going to have these volatile times in a market. We are going to get into another full out, you know, bear market where it's going to fall substantially over probably a more extended period of time and take an extended period to come back. That's just what markets do. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's part of investing. So, I mean, this, this one is really apropos for the, the time we've just gone through because I've had this conversation with a couple of clients, not, not that many with the elections. Oh, you know, I think we need to just sell it all. Wait, wait for yeah. the election to get oh. over and then we can get back in. Yeah. You know, and, and my answer all the time is I would not recommend it. Um, I said, we've got managers that are tactically managing it. That's their call. They're going to look at volatility. And if they think this is a more long-term trend and there's some concern, they will start to, to risk off. Well, that's a good point because so. we, we were given a mulligan, if you will, from back in, in uh, February, March, 
yep. with COVID. Uh, 30% drop. Uh, oh my gosh, panic. Sell it all. You know, it's my money. I need you to sell it all. And then you said on the sidelines when it came all, it's all, it's all returned. Right. It's all come back. I mean, and to tie into the election conversation, the market's been up basically pretty much every day since the election. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's been a, yeah, it's crazy. Not, not, not at all predicted. I mean, that's not what they were saying would happen if, you know, Biden was the, uh, the, the elected president, which again, we're, we don't know for sure at this stage. I mean, this stage, right. it's pointing in that direction, but there's still some contention and, and conversation around that. But yes, I mean, it's, you don't know, Yeah, you know, so you can't, you can't invest based on what's going on today. And if you're, that, you're taking that stance as the customer saying, and again, at the end of the day, it is your money. So if that's fine, right. that's what you want to do. That's what Absolutely. we're going to do. But why are you seeking the advice of a professional if you're not going to at least heed it and listen right. to it a little bit? So uh, that's, you know, one reason, one way uh, to go about this conversation. Another might be just in the concept of picking the things that you want to be invested in. I mean, you're, you're, you're stock picking and, and maybe, I don't know, maybe you're just loyal to a company. Maybe you just sure. like a brand or something like that. Um, I, I guess maybe you give a little leeway there, Phil, but at some point you go, okay, look, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. And it depends on the, the size or scale of that to the, the entire portfolio and plan. Where does it fit at? You know? Right. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like you were saying, it, it's, we're here to give recommendations. Right. You know, you, you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. But it's, it, no, it's, your, no it's your money, it's your plan. Yeah. And it's your consequences. So you have to live with whatever the results are, you know, so it, but with this, um, yeah, it, I'll hear whatever you have to say. If, if you have, and a lot of times this will come up with, you know, I've inherited XYZ stock. My, my dad has bought this, you know, 80 years ago. Right. And how little, you know, dividend reinvested. I just, I like to keep it. That's fine. Sure. You know, as long as it's not like half the portfolio, <laughs> right. Where you have way too much risk, then absolutely. Let's talk about how we can keep that and we'll put it in the right risk bucket, so to speak. So we've got the risk position the right way. And, you know, or I've worked for this company, you know, and I, I really have faith and loyalty, you know, loyal to them. So I want to keep X amount of stock in it. And as long as it's the a reasonable amount and it fits in your plan and that comes back to fits in the plan, then that's fine. Right. Well, and, you know, so working with an advisor is not a dictatorship one way or the other. Never. It's yeah. simply, it's a, you know, if there's things that you're really passionate about, express those to your advisor, have a conversation and say, these are some of the things I really want to do, but help me do them responsibly or right. correctly. Yeah, and that's a discussion we have with clients all along, even in the very beginning, when we're talking about planning, you know, I always tell my clients in the very beginning, as we start, I said, look, this, this is your plan. It's not mine. My role in this plan is to show you pros and cons and options. Right. So you can start to make informed decisions at the end of the day. I don't care what you decide. It's your plan. Yeah. And I'll put in the plan, whatever you want. I'll give you my opinion. Right. You know, just like a builder building a house. I mean, if you want, yeah, the house built this way, who, who is the builder to say, no, he can tell you, or she can tell you, you know what? I wouldn't do it. And this is why. Right. If you but want if a you round room, I'll make it happen, but it's weird. Right. You understand here's the, the downside of that and why I wouldn't recommend it. But if right. you said, yeah, I just want it. Then that's great. Do it. Uh, all right. How about this one? So, you know, I don't really need to uh, spend the money on X, whatever that yeah, would yep. be. 
Uh, the blank could be anything, will, trust, life insurance, disability, long-term care, whatever the case is. So mm-hmm. people come in, they sit down with you, uh, and maybe, like I said, they already have a preconceived notion about, I don't need a trust, or I don't, you know, we, had a, we did a sure. podcast a while back on trust. They're not for everybody, but they're surprisingly can be for more people than we think they are. Right. Uh, or I don't need long-term care coverage because, you know, Sally and I are taking care of one another. Yeah. And that's, so our approach to that is we're always showing again options, right? So we, when we're doing a financial plan, we're going to stress test it at the end. I mean, our plan is always run, assuming both spouses live to a reasonable life expectancy, whatever that is for them. Um, You know, showing one spouse passing away, how that fits in. And then we're going to look at a couple of different, what we call stress tests. Number one is, well, what happens if husband and or wife passes early. What does that look like? Where, where is the surviving spouse in that scenario? How does that look? Is there a way to improve it? You know, because life insurance is a great example here. Oh, I'm retired. I, I don't need it. I'm not going to spend money on life insurance because I'm retired. It doesn't right. make sense. The kids are grown, whatever. Right. I don't have a, you know, house is paid off, no college debt to pay for. So why would I need it? Yeah. Well, have you ever looked at what happens if, unfortunately, tomorrow you were to pass away? Where's your spouse? You know, they're going to lose Social Security, maybe pensions, et cetera. Taxes, I mean, Taxes are changing. all these things that happen that you have to understand. Yeah. You know, same thing with long-term care. You know, what happens if you need care? What does that look like? Does that consume too many of the assets where now a surviving spouse doesn't have enough to, to live comfortably like they would want? Is that really what you want? Yeah. Well, so. And, and so walking in the door with preconceived notions, you're not doing yourself any favors. Uh, you're no. really just kind of maybe even wasting both people's time because you've got to be willing to to at least entertain ideas and, and conversations. And, and you may come together and find, yeah, you know what? That's not the right fit for you. That doesn't make right. any sense. And that's great. Or you may get the recommendation and just truly go, yeah, but I'm just not going to do it. And that's okay. That's your call, you know, but just at least entertain it and don't just assume again to have a little fun with our title that the customer is always right when it comes right. to this kind of arena. And sometimes what will happen is people will start to panic in a plan. So especially, you know, we could go back to, you know, February or March or whatever the case is, you know, my accounts aren't looking great. You know, I'm, I'm worried about X, Y, or Z. The plan's obviously wrong. I want you to change it. You know what I mean? And not having any patience maybe is yep. How do you go about that? Because that's, that's going to happen because we get nervous because we, we, we just see our dollars moving and we don't think that there's a long, the, the long term is going to be okay, right? We, the, the customer just panics. Right. What's the end game in all this? So, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's another part of my role as an advisor is to, to help our clients walk through that. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're emotional beings. And yeah, when you're retired and dependent on this money and all of a sudden it's down, it, it's hard to look at that and think, okay, am I really going to be okay? We don't know, you know, the pandemic's happening and the market's falling as quick as it is every day. What's going on? Yeah. You know, is this going to work? And that doesn't mean make a change like every, you know, every, it's, it's right. not a sport. You don't, you don't adjust because the other team did this just five seconds ago. <laughs> right. It's not like playing a football game, you know, you got to take a little time with it. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, that's reactive, you know, and, and uh, very often reactive type, decisions are the wrong decisions. Yeah. You know, you have to ask yourself first, number one, your plan, like we talked earlier, should have accounted for that because you're going to have some volatility. Right. And if that risk is positioned the right way, that should have been a discussion you had up front that, Hey, I understand what your risk is. 
but we also need some growth because you're going to be retired 20, 30 years, whatever it is in your plan. So we have to keep up with inflation to get growth. You have to take on some level of risk. Yeah. But just having that risk then positioned the right way. So it doesn't mean the plan isn't working, but you have to come back to understand is, is it accounted for and is the risk positioned the right way? You know, and, and oftentimes it is just a, a discussion, you know, at that point to bring them back to say, okay, look, we talked about this. Here's the plan. Remember the money you need to spend in our case. And again, how we position it, that soon bucket, you've not taken any losses there. Your income you, you need for the next 10 years is here. We're okay. You know, let's the later bucket. Yeah. We might've had some volatility, but we have time. Yeah. So, and, and I think a lot of times a big component of what you do is sounding board is talking people off the ledge, so to speak. Yep. You know? <clears throat> yeah. I often joke with my client. It's like, okay, we're going to have to switch over to my psychology rates now because that's a, <laughs> you know, let me get the couch out. <laughs> right, right. Tell me how you feel about that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. As a child, did you, you know, but yeah, it's, um, but that's a part of it. We're, we're human, right? We're yeah. emotional beings. You have to understand your emotions and and then hopefully you've got that relationship with your advisor that they can help you walk through that to understand, not to, not to ignore. And that's the other piece too, as an advisor. I mean, if your advisor just saying, oh, don't worry about it, you know, suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Markets are volatile. Look, it's recovered every single time. Right. That might not be the right fit, right. you know, because they have to, to be respectful and understand your scenario. But that again, should have been a discussion you had way early on. Right. And understanding their viewpoint, their strategy, how they view it versus you. And there has to be some synergy. Yeah. Otherwise, there's going to reach a point. And unfortunately, <clears throat> that point is reached in time of crisis, which is not the point to reach it. Yeah. So, so. walking in the door saying, you know, I, I, it's my plan and I'm going I'm to be right all the time is not a good mindset. But to your point, walking into an advisor who says, oh, I know everything and I'll make sure that it's perfect, you know, everybody's human, right? So you work right. together, uh, you, you, as the professional, you have all of the, the knowledge and the training and the skill set to, to get folks there as the consumer, we have to be willing to allow a bit of trust. But at the same time, we also, you know, having a good conversation and a little bit of push and pull makes for any good relationship, I think. Absolutely. And, and you know, that a lot of those discussions need to be have need to have taken place early on to make sure there's that good fit up front. Yeah. And the, the vetting <clears throat> process, if you will. Correct. Absolutely. You yeah. know, because I, I mean, there's clients I'll meet with and we'll talk about expected returns, you know, and if I have a client that says, you know what, I think we should be doing 8% every year. We're going to have a long, hard discussion about that because they're probably not a good fit. It's just not, Great point. you know, it's not going to be a good fit. You're never going to be happy with what we're doing either way. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that expectation is, is too high. And that's really where the first initial kind of meetings and consultations come into play. Yep. It's not designed to turn every single person into a client. It's really designed to say, you know, does my style, my coaching style work for you? And, and yep. are you um, comfortable receiving that coaching style. So I think right. that's a great way to wrap up the show and say, you know, it's a little kind of a fun little inflammatory headline, but when you're working with a financial professional or even a doctor, there's some fields in life where the customer isn't always right. Uh, and if yep. we don't want to be, because that's why we're turning to this person to help us because otherwise, that's why you hire a professional. Yep. Exactly. I mean, if I could, you know, if I broke my arm and I could reset it myself, you know, I just wouldn't do that. <laughs> Cause you, 
it would right. be good. <laughs> so you turn to professionals. So, all right, folks. So that's going to do it for this week on the show. So again, think about philosophy. Think about strategy. Think about coachability of, of yourself. If you're sitting down to work with someone, are you willing to accept, you know, a level of coaching and are you in that right place for that? And then does that coach uh, work for you? When I first went to uh, see my cardiologist after I had heart surgery, who I was going to be seeing on a regular basis, I didn't get along with him very well. Our, his style and what I needed to hear to keep me in line did not fit. So mm -hmm. I asked to see another cardiologist in the office and this guy was a lot more deadpan, give it to me straight. And that worked for me. Yep. Uh, because a lot of the clients, the, the other, or patients, I should say, the other doctor was talking with, my mom sees him, she loves him, because he's a, li a little bit more, I guess, maybe emotional or understanding in a way that didn't appeal to me. I wanted to give it to me straight kind of guy. Right. And so everybody's different. Yeah, and that's all part of that vetting process in the beginning before you start down this road to make sure there's a good synergy and fit. Absolutely. So if you need some help, reach out to Phil. You know what to do. Call the number on the screen, 248 888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. Or go to philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use for your podcasting needs. All the smartphones nowadays come with the apps built into them. If you're an Apple user, Apple Podcasts is already on your phone. Just open it up and type in Phil's Tax Hacks in the search box and you should be able to find that. I think you hit the heart button or whatever to uh, get new episodes. Subscribe. And, yep. Yeah, subscribe. Yep. Uh, Google's got Google Podcasts. They're all out there. So whatever platform you use, give that a whirl. Don't forget to check it out on YouTube as well. Or just go to philstaxhacks.com. And we'll see you next time here on the program. We appreciate your time as always. Phil, my friend, have yourself a great week. You too. We'll see you next time here on Phil right. Tax Hacks and other retirement Phil. facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.